What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The Phil Show. Good morning, youngins. Thank you, Lord, for another great day. Albeit with a wind chill that is just, they say 25, 24. It feels colder than that if you walk outside and go to the car for your MeOT. Ooh, boy, which I just, oh, man. Okay, this is not uh, not a lot of fun out here. Great to have you. It's time now. It's Wednesday morning. Yes, and time to dig in the dirt with a very handsome, yes, the very knowledgeable uh, Mr. Neil Denton. And I know for a fact that his his wife woke up with a smile this morning. Uh, but he can no longer have the Sharpies in the house. Hey, good morning, uh, Neil. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> good morning. How are you? Good I'm good, Daddy O. Just in, and I don't know. I, uh, we're going to talk this morning about uh, well, the short range forecast, not really a long range, because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week, uh, it's changing. Uh, according to uh, Sam Roberts of the National Weather Service, Morristown, and others, uh, talking about this. Also, I'm, I have questions about uh, from our listeners about hydroponics uh, and that sort of thing. But let's start with uh, one of my Christmas gifts. Yes, 500 or 100, whatever it is. I got a whole box of dad jokes. Are you ready for the first one? Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, here we go, dad joke. After, uh, after dinner, my wife asked if I could clear the table. I needed a running start, but I made it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> not too good. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not too good. All right, so uh, yeah. Neil Denton, University of Tennessee Agriculture Extension Department. Neil, what are folks, uh, it's winter time. It's this word of the dead of winter. What kind of calls are you getting? What uh, What's going on with UT Ag right now uh, that uh, folks are asking about, talking about? Well, we're getting into our training season when we do a lot of seminars and things. We had a cattleman's meeting Monday night, and February 20th, we're having the team conference cool. again, which is an opportunity for people who are interested in small farm agriculture uh, to come out and learn some things. We're kind of focusing on profitability this time in this in this year's program mm-hmm. talking about how we want people to uh, or how they can do things that will certainly help their profitability uh, even in a small scale so they don't get overcapitalized i guess yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, okay yeah, yeah get too much money put in to where they can't get a return back. Now, do you you talk about the small, is this like for, because you cannot in the spring and the summer swing a dead cow without him hitting a farmer's market now, and I love it, by the way. Is, mm-hmm. is, is that specifically what you're talking about with those folks? Uh, we're talking about several things, you know, selling at farmer's market, selling off of their property. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing four sessions this year in which we're going to talk about things like, um, gosh, 
like uh, small ruminant production, um, urban agriculture, looking at things that you can do on small uh, plots of land, like raised beds and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be looking at agritourism, how you can use your farm to bring people out. Uh, one of the one of the things that's become popular is planting flowers, sunflowers, particularly. Right. Yes. And uh, having people come out and pay to have photographers take pictures. Wow. Sunflowers and around. Um, and there's going to be a section on small on small poultry. Oh wow! You know, and, and, and so many people are are really getting into this. I got a buddy; he's a dairy farmer up in Jefferson City, and he uh, grows. I don't know, maybe an acre or maybe a half acre of sunflowers every year, and they're just incredibly gorgeous. Uh, I don't know if he charges oh, yeah. you to come take pictures, but and you, and you know when we toured Ireland, when we toured Ireland, mm-hmm. true story, they actually took us to a dairy farm, and we toured the dairy farm uh, and cattle farm there in Ireland, and, and the people had us. I mean, so maybe, you know, folks visiting America, you could, uh, the whole profitability is like, come see me. Uh, we can do this and monetize it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're excited about that on February 28th, and it's free for everyone. We have about 175 slots. Wow. So if you're going to plan on coming, I would recommend getting signed up and you can go to the UT TSU Extension Facebook page and find information about it. And this is um, February there. February twentieth and where will it be, Neil Ditton? It will be at the Jubilee Center off Callahan Drive. Okay. It's a, a conference center there. Uh, it's we, this is our third one. We changed the date because we were doing it in April, but we decided to move it back into the winter uh, when farmers were less busy so um, they could uh, come out and enjoy the enjoy the day. Now, this will address, you said, raised beds, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about raised bed gardening uh, in the urban agriculture, primarily talking about growing cut flowers. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. So we've got a we've got a really cool program, I think, lined up. Sounds like it. Now, that being said, uh, you know, here again, with I might get uh, maybe what's your name, and I might sign up for that. That sounds killer. Uh, that I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that sounds great um, because it's it just seems it's so neat. You know, like I said, and it's just not been that long. Well, New Year's we used our own spinach and greens and stuff and. Mm-hmm. And it's not been that long since we had carried. It's so cool to just go out in the backyard or your raised beds and get it and bring it in. And it is absolutely awesome. All right, coming up, I have to ask Neil uh, if he was giddy yesterday during the rains and what a difference it made. Uh, and then we're going to do, we're going to give Neil a little quiz. We're going to see how the oh. Mac Daddy, the Mac Daddy Neil, let's see how good he is on, on, a, on a quiz we're going to give him. And it's just because we have this cold weather coming in. And I mean, it's going to get cold, Monday, Tuesday especially. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy-low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, 
and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Phil Show. I've always said it, and I know it. If it grows, he knows he is uh, an East Tennessee legend. His name is Neil Denton. And it's always great to have my brother from another mother. As we are still uh, thinking about and praying about for the family of David Earl folk, you and I chatted about this the other day about Dave. Uh, you knew Dave. And, uh, yeah. well, I mean, we, we, uh, we lost a great one, man. Yes, we did. Lost. Yes, it. we did. Uh, a great one, uh, and that is, it's hard not to you know to think about uh, him. Uh, but like I said, it was on my birthday that he got to see Jesus. That was a good present. Uh, and I will tell you this: my wife is uh, she. She's kind of an eye roller. She doesn't say a lot when I do crazy things. But then she finally she finally said something. So it was Monday, and I go out, and I, I go out, and I take the ash from the outdoor fireplace, and I put it around, you know, raised beds in the garden areas, uh, doing that. And I changed uh, some batteries on my digital um, uh, weather station, just doing some stuff. And I just looked, and there were some leaves, a bunch of leaves in the front yard, and I thought, hmm. So I go start up the zero turn. And on Monday, January the 8th, I was out. I got the mulching blades in and just still got the gate on it. And, I mean, I didn't really mow, but I kind of mulched around and cleaned up all the leaves in the front yard. And she said, who does it? I said, I bet I know who does it. Neil Denton probably would. Yes, sir. Would you? Did, did I do something? Did, would, would you consider me a nut or? That's okay. No. No, I wouldn't consider you a nut. I mean, that's the thing we want to do. We want to keep those leaves chopped up so that our grass gets uh, some of the nutrients and the trees get the nutrients back from those leaves that fall. <laughs> uh, it's, if it's dry enough to do it, that's what you want to do. You yeah. do not want them to pile up into really deep, yep. uh, a really deep layer of leaves. You want to stay on top of them. So, yes, and if you have a zero turn, a man must drive it at least once a week. I think so. You get your headphones on, you're listening to your you know, your your tunes and that sort of thing. I, I dig that. Now, Neil, were you giddy and here's the other thing too, she rolled her eyes about. And I said, you and, and I look at the yard yesterday and it's nice and wet. A couple of places it's standing water, and I thought, boy, part of me wants to go out there and throw seeds. She says, Wait till later in February, what like Neil said. I went, Yeah, but anyway, uh tell me are and I know we got some good rain. I don't think it was a drought buster, but boy, sure helped, didn't it? Oh, it, it did. It sure, sure helped. I mean, we're getting now enough rain to really make a difference. Um, we're seeing our ponds and our streams and things coming back to normal flow. Um, this is the kind of rain that we really need to help. Uh, recharge the groundwater and recharge all of our waterways. Um, that rain was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it, that was a good rain, a good, uh, good steady rain. Brought us a couple of three inches of rain over much of the area, and that's what we've been waiting for. Well, I tell you. It looks like we've got another one coming yeah. uh, on on Friday. And that's that what would be very similar it, to that. Uh, well, let's hope so. Now, 
And that being said, thank you, and I, and I want to back up, but the picture's out of Gatlinburg of the little pigeon. Holy cow, yeah. that thing was moving. So, today, yeah, yeah this morning, uh, I, uh, you know, I drove to here in the snow this morning. I battled my way here. <sighs> oh, that seat heater going. All right. Tomorrow, we're at 52. So, this is what I recommend to people tomorrow. If you've got some outside pots, bring them in. If you have had the condom off of your water spigot, uh, because we've had some warm days, cover it back up. Because as Neil said, Friday, even though it's going to be 57, we have... Now, here's what happens Friday. We, we go to 57, but we have an 80% chance of these gusty rainstorms like we had yesterday. But then it goes to 29. Saturday, a high is only 40. Sunday, it's only 41 with spotty snow both days. Then Monday, rain and 38. Tuesday, scattered snow, 29. Wednesday, 30. Now, what I didn't tell you is the overnight lows will be 17 to 19. No. That's not warm. That's cold. That's That's cold. cold. And and some of the forecasts out there are even going lower yeah. than those tents. So we're going to have some really, really cold weather. All right. So the good thing is, yes. is we got rain. Right. And the more more moisture that we have in the plants, the better they will stand the colder weather. All right. Now, here comes cold, cold weather, the coldest of the season so far. Coldest since last Christmas. What does Neil Denton do? Whether at home, car, whatever, what do you do to prepare for this cold weather? You know it's coming. Is there anything special you do? The only thing I do is what you're talking about. I make sure that any of the plants that I have outside that I may have moved back outside that I am in, I will often lightly cover the pots on the front porch mm-hmm. uh, that have pansies in them. Mm-hmm. I may put a little straw. Uh, like a, a flake of straw or something on top of the pot, mm-hmm. or I'll put a blanket or something over those just to make sure that they get a little bit of protection for a couple of days. Um, even though pansies will survive temperatures of that, of that, uh, those kind of temperatures, if you if you let them go through it and actually feel that cold, it can take them a few weeks to rebound. I got you. They, they get they get very they kind of go into a dormancy cycle, and if you can cover them just a little bit, give them a little bit of protection, they'll come back quickly. Yeah, what's your name's got her pansies where she can see them out of her kitchen window, unless I park my truck in the way, and sometimes I just do a aggravator. And that's a lot of fun. You should oh. do that. All right. If you oh, have, I know. If you have a question for the incredible Neil, then we got a few on the text line already. 656-8255. Call or text. 656-8255. Now, coming up, cold weather and another and a bit of a quiz for Neil Denton, and we can all play along. We can all play along, and I took this quiz earlier this morning, and there's a few things that I can do differently. I will say that uh, and tell you that we're coming back uh, on The Phil Show with more Digging in the Dirt, 656-8255. The Phil Show. Looking for the sun, uh, hoping it'll make an appearance here today. I, I don't know. 
Uh, according to this, we're going to 42. Then 52 tomorrow, which is, uh, I, I, once again, I, I say make sure you're ready for the cold weather and the rain to come. If you, you know, haven't done that, bring the pots inside, uh, put the hose condom on, you know, uh, just uh, things like, fill up bird, I fill up bird feeders. Uh, and then we, then you get that good rain like yesterday, which washes all the poop off the, the hood of the truck. And uh, that's a great, uh, great thing. Uh, no question about it. All right. I got Let's see. Oh, no. Not again. Oh, yeah. If it grows, ain't no. Ain't holding no. Now we're. So, what? Hey, yeah. He wears flip flops to show off his pretty toes. Sorry. All right. Where were they? I, I am just... this close to going Belushi on that guitar. No. No, no. We don't destroy a perfectly good guitar. Hydroponics. I used to have a friend. Uh, I mean, it's it's winter, it's cold. We got cold weather coming, uh, and I got a quiz coming up, and then more from the text line. Uh, Neil, um, I had a buddy who grew some stuff hydroponically. I don't know if it was legal; it doesn't really matter. Uh, are, are, do, do does the average Joe Schmo down the street have a little hydroponic garden, or uh, do you hear about that? No, no, not really. But there are a few hydroponic uh, kind of systems around that mm-hmm. people are growing things with. Of course, it, it basically means that you're growing in a soilless environment, mm-hmm. uh, just using water to deliver nutrients. Uh, some of them have modified systems where they actually plant the plant in an inert uh, product, something like rock wool or sometimes uh, perlite, vermiculite, those kind of things, and then just use water to deliver. Okay just to deliver nutrients to the plant. So basically, I'd be wasting my time if I tried to grow tomatoes hydroponically. Well, no. I mean, you wouldn't be wasting your time, but you you would have quite an investment I got in you. getting okay. started All right. on All right. that. All right. We'll throw us through that. All right, here we go. Next week, we get temperatures overnight, 17 to 19. We did a story this morning of a guy in Indiana. He had ran his truck off an icy road. And fishermen, six days later, find this guy. And his legs are pent anyway, and he's going to be okay. Uh, it is time to talk about it. I mean, it, it, I want to give you I'm going to give you a quiz, all right? Okay. And for everyone you have in your car, I'll give you a ding, and I will share this. I also will give myself a ding if I have it. Here we go. Uh, useful items you should keep in your car if we do get bad weather. Flashlight. Yes. Your owner's manual. Yes. It's never left my, uh, it's like it's in a glove compartment. Proof of insurance registration. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Now here we go. Tire pressure gauge. Yes. Oh, me too. I've got one of those uh, um, air motos now. You know, you, you know, that's, okay, here we go. Mini first aid kit. No. Yeah, I don't either. Pen and paper. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can find a pen in there. Yeah, okay. Ah, here we go. Does Neil Denton have, does Neil Denton carry a multi-tool? Yes. Dang. See, I, I, I don't. I need to. I need to. Uh, matter of fact, I, I broke one of my uh, my, my switchblade. My, well, the, a knife I used around the house. I, oh, man, I broke the thing. 
and I got to get oh, a new. Man. I got to get a. You know, I bet you got a knife on you now. That's a lockback, but it opens. You know, mm-hmm. uh, do you have a lockback right now? Yes. I yeah. figure. All right, here we go. Spare fuses. No. Yeah, me neither. Some stuff. Yeah, some stuff they didn't include. All right, a, a blanket. Yes, I have a blanket in here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be doing. I don't have a blanket. Uh, what about a flask? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm giving myself a ding for that one. All right, uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Phil. Cowboy, <laughs> Cowboy Chris wants to know out of Knoxville. Could you ask Neil about pawpaws and when to plant and full sun or shade pawpaws? Pawpaws uh, normally like a little bit of protection from the evening sun. Uh, they grow natively in fairly dense shade, mm-hmm. but they can withstand full sun. Uh, they can be grown in a, in an environment where they get a lot of sun. There's been some work done on pawpaws to find uh uh, varieties that might be able to become commercially effective for producing fruit. Okay. Um, they are a, uh, a unique plant because they're in the, they taste kind of like a banana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you've ever had one, but uh, there are something that's native to the region that we can grow. Well, I used to have a buddy uh, I went to school with him. He lived in Paw Paw Holler. If you, mm-hmm. if you, uh, that's just kind of like near Kodak, I think. Uh, I mean, there's and a, there's a pawpaw, there's a pawpaw plains in Loudoun County. This is no kidding. Um, but a pawpaw know, holler in, well, in, in Kodak, there's like a church and a cemetery. I mean, it's just, it's called pawpaw holler. All right. Karen wants, Karen's out of Maryville. She said, I didn't get all of what Neil said on where to go to sign up for the upcoming event in February. Uh, and that is February 20th. Uh, can you give the information again? Thank you, Karen. Yes, uh, you can go to UTPSU Extension Facebook page, Knox County. I'm sorry, UTPSU Extension Knox County Facebook page. It's been posted on there. Uh, also, you can call our office at 215-2340, and we can get you signed up. Um, there's no charge for it. Um the Farm Bureau, uh, Farm Credit Services of Mid-America, um, the Soil Conservation District, and the Cattlemen's Association in Knox and Union County uh, pay for it for you. Cool. Yeah, you could learn. You, or do, or do you attend those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jamie out of Knoxville says, Neil, I have a tree that looks like it was burnt. It has black soot like on it. Do you know what it is? Thank you, Jamie. If it's on the bark, it's probably sooty mold, and it comes from the fact that uh, sap is leaking somewhere out of the tree, and that sooty mold grows in that sweet tree sap, uh, particularly maples. Right. Particularly sugar maples mm-hmm. will often have a, a dark black bark, and it's because that sweet sap is leaked out and that mold will grow in it. What uh, is there anything you should do, could do? Does it hurt the tree? Is there a use for that black bark? Uh, it doesn't really hurt the tree. Uh, a lot of times little uh, woodpeckers called sap suckers. 
mm-hmm. will make little holes in the side of it, and sap will start to leak out from that area. It also can be like a vascular bundle that gets clogged, and that sap just pushes to the outside. Okay. Wow. Because I've got a, I've got a maple that looks ex- looks exactly like that, as a matter of fact. It's got, it looks like it's been yeah. burned, but, you know, it's just always been very well, pretty healthy. No question about yeah. it. Man, this is so much fun with Neil Denton, isn't it? Digging in the dirt. And this February 20th thing sounds like a fun, 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 fun time. We got some rain. We are thankful. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen. The Phil Show. Good morning. The Phil Show's on the air with the incredible Neil Denton. I am Phil Williams. Proud to have my brother from another mother. The incredible Neil Denton uh, on the show here. I'd say tonight he'll be watching The Prices Right at Night. No, I don't know. What do you... What, is there, do you have a favorite show that you binge or watch, Neil? Oh, I always seem to come back to a couple of shows on the... On those on those sites like Mash, yeah. I end up watching a lot of Mash. Yep, I watch uh, Andy Griffith. Yep. Uh, will end up uh, every year or so. I'll go back and rewatch the Waltons. It's, yep. you know shows gotcha. like that. Yep, um, you know, yeah, we we could hang out together and uh, oh boy, have some Basil Hayden and watch TV. Uh, <laughs> and the reason I ask you, there's a new new show on Peacock called Couples to Thruples. And it's exactly what it sounds like. People inviting yet another person into their relationship. Just when you thought TV couldn't get any, and I, I, I got on a little bit of a rant this morning. I'm just like, you know, come on, people. It's like, it, 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 tell it like it is. All right, great to have the incredible Neil Denton here. Uh, John out of Loudoun County said, Neil, when should we prune blueberries and how much to cut? Well, typically with the blueberries, I like to do a summer pruning, um, and that is after you're finished picking the blueberries, remove stems that are, you know, an inch and a half to two inches in size. Anything that's above that or near that size, remove those whole stems out. And what that does is allow that new fruiting wood to continually grow. So by removing those, you can get that fresh wood growing, get better yield. And also, it keeps that blueberry plant smaller. Hmm. If you if you don't do some pruning, you're going to end up picking blueberries from a ladder. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Great. Once again, great, great uh, advice from the incredible Neil. And, and one more. Uh, from, looks like Knoxville, a question for Neil. And you get these probably every week. At what temperatures should I water a newly seeded yard? Oh, well, temperature doesn't matter as much as it does the amount of moisture in the soil. Of course, right now we've got plenty of moisture in the soil Mm -hmm. almost everywhere in the area. 
But if we're moving later in the year and you begin to see some drying out uh, for that newly seeded grass, it has a very short, shallow root system. So there's nothing wrong with watering in January if you see that that soil is drying out. As a matter of fact, if we keep it moist now and keep those roots growing and expanding, you're going to have a much better shot of getting those plants to be vibrant in the spring. So pay attention to that soil moisture. If you dig down a couple of inches and it's not very moist, then that's the time you need to water. Great advice. You're the man. You know that. Does your wife know how special you are, sir? Oh, oh, yeah. Tushy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, just making sure. Now, Neil Denton, yeah. we are expecting close to single-digit temperatures beginning next week. Has there any? Is there anything that we have not addressed up until this point? Because we'll talk to you again next Wednesday, uh, and it'll still be very, very, very cold. Yeah, I mean, for one thing, we won't expect the kind of damage we saw from the five-degree weather mm-hmm. a, a year ago Christmas because we've had more time for plants to go dormant. We've had cooler weather, so plants are in pretty good shape, and we've had the rainfall now to moisten the soil and to get water in the plants. So we should not expect to see that kind of damage again. Okay. All right. Very, 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 very good. All right. February 20th. Go, go, go. Yeah. One other thing I'll mention real quick, Phil, is hose reels. Oh, the yeah. things we wind our hose up on. Mm-hmm. You need to pay special attention to make sure that you get all the water out of them. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you can't, bring them inside. Uh, don't let those temperatures of, of uh, these temperatures that we're talking about low teens, single digits, mm-hmm. don't leave them outside because you'll just, you'll destroy them. You know, use common sense. Yeah, one of the things I do is go ahead and stretch the hose out and let it drain. Uh, let's I may use it tomorrow to put a little water in the uh, uh, water feature pond out there and then, you know, do that and then put the hose condom back on and just get batting her down, get ready, Neil. We'll talk in a week. Uh, by the way, I'm still working on that other little project. I expect to hear from a guy today. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, I hope Sounds so. Good. Right, brother, I love you. We'll talk next week. Neil Denton, the amazing. By the way, give me the number for the uh, Ag Extension again. 215-2340. Phil Williams on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. When you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.